Hello, this is your host Shane with Radical Rocks. Thank you for coming to another exciting episode of Radical Rocks News Podcast, all things rocks, gems, minerals, and lapidary. Today, we're going to talk about some pretty exciting subjects. Um, we're going to talk about a Spinosaurus, which is bigger than a T-Rex. This creature is literally um, a swimming dinosaur, giant dinosaur. Uh, we're going to talk about an artist named Erica Verutza, who is sculpting geodes and other minerals. We're going to talk about some pretty exciting gold and silver discoveries in Argentina and also in Alaska. Uh, we're going to talk on uh, another subject of some CO2, another type of mining that is um, poised to capture the CO2, uh, billions of tons per year. We're also going to talk about finding rocks, uh, finding out what kind of rocks and minerals you have with light. And um, we'll also look at the Rock and Gym Magazine news and the VUG news. So those are some of our subjects today. Um, please get with our um, our group Radical Rocks on Facebook, please go to our pod, or our blog rather. Our blog is at radicalrocksusa.blogspot.com. I'll have that um, web address in the description of the podcast, and you can also join in our videos that we have. There's links to everything on the podcast at radicalrocksusa.blogspot.com. Come join our community. It's free, uh, very encouraging, lots of education, lots of good stuff. And we are helping keeping rock hounding alive with the attention that we get through this different forms of media. And it doesn't cost you anything except to subscribe um, and participate at some level. Okay, so let's get into some of these exciting subjects today. And if you could let me know which ones uh, you like, what topics you like, if you like the news, if you don't like the news, if you want more subjects on rocks or on minerals or on cabbing and lapidary, um, things like that, let us know if you like the news, you like it once a week, would you rather have it twice a week? Um, things like that help us know what we can do to make it more better for those out there that are listening for you. All right, so first, let's look into um let's look into some of these gold and silver um discoveries. There is uh the one in Argentina and there is the one in um Alaska. Now, the one in Argentina, um let's see. I think this is the one. It's on uh yahoo.com on the uh, yahoo finance page and uh, that just came out on the 28th which is yesterday was yesterday <clears throat> and this company the rugby mining company has uh, found that there is a huge area of gold and silver in argentina and they have used ground magnetic surveys and also checking the sediments and um sampling the um, soil that is there. So the soil sampling has led them to believe that um, this is a huge deposit and um, there will be quite a bit of gold, which is very good news for that country because, um, you know, they've been having a really hard time financial, so financially. So hopefully this will bring some revenue and some jobs into the country and uh, help them to be able to find these things and, and be able to um, get a little, a little money into their country. Okay, so you can read more about that if you want. Now, the next one, let's see, 
is hmm what happened here you know computers they always act up um, the other one was in Alaska and what they did in Alaska they actually have maps all kinds of things oh here it is okay yeah the West Pogo um, airborne magnetics they have these maps that are really cool you can check out you go to juniorminingnetwork.com and um, that article came out here very recently and it came out and there's no date here but uh, oh April 29th it came out today and it says Millrock Resources announces initial drill results from a planned uh, drilling in the Aurora target in the West Pogo block 64 North Gold Project, Alaska. And some of the highlights of this article, of course, I won't take you through every bit of it. If you want to find out more information, um, you can look that up. But they are planning to be able to extract some 5.95 million ounces of gold. Um, and the, the these are the, the first assays. And they've actually taken... Um, hundreds of samples all over the place in this area in this gold district here and it's looking very promising and uh, certainly uh, good news to people in Alaska who who uh, depend on the mining industry to to be able to have their jobs and their economy so now here's some other interesting news um, we've talked about this before different minerals that actually absorb co2 now whether you you think CO2 is the end of the world or you think, uh, you know, this is just a natural cycle, um, there are a lot of people who think that this is um, uh, changing the climate and causing all kinds of problems. And they're looking at ways of monitoring CO2 that are tough on a modern civilization. So if something could be done to absorb the CO2 and make everybody happy, then, uh, you know, that would be a good thing. So here we are, again, uh, British Columbia researchers here are actually at a diamond mine in uh, Canada, and they are finding out that this, uh, uh, the the dikes that come out where the diamonds are, I think it's called Kimberly, Kimberite, should have had it right here, but uh, that is actually going to be able to eat up millions or billions of tons of CO2 a year. So I don't know why my here we go. Uh, natural carbonite vein of kimberlite rock. Kimberlite. Um, this stuff is going to dissolve up all kinds of CO2. The article is found at mining.com and uh, that came out yesterday on the 28th. It's called Mining Technologies Could Capture Billions of Tons of CO2 Per Year. Um, says UBC professor. So um, they've already done tests with this stuff, and so they know, well, we have lots of this uh, kimberlite around, and this is something we could definitely use to just absorb up all this CO2, and it locks it up into the um, mineral. When it reacts it, with the air, it forms uh, carbonite minerals like magnesium carbonite, and um, that can just remove CO2 from the atmosphere and uh, do it stably for uh, thousands of years or more. So interesting technologies. Um, you can check that out if you want as well. Our next article is about lights. Lights to help you know what kind of minerals you have. Now, you've probably heard of this. It's um, the spectrometer. It uses uh, X-ray fluorescent uh, lights 
And accordingly, um, the trends and the forecasts are that quite a bit of these instruments are going to be sold between 2020 and 2025. And uh, this article is on the last uh, herald.com, and that was uh, the 28th of uh, April. And they're telling telling us here that uh, you know they can look at these and analyze all these um, mineral samples and tell you what kind of rocks, minerals, sediments, and all these different things that are in here. And they do that with the spectrum of lights and how um, they refract from these mineral samples. Um, they are expecting some pretty big growth um, throughout the next several years, and uh, that should show us that we have, uh, it's got a, a rate uh, increase of 2% overall, and Germany, Netherlands, and United Kingdoms are the main users of these spectro lights. Um, so that's good news to know that uh, there will be... Um, mining and minerals that we need for you know moving forward with uh, uh, high energy efficiency um, things that we need to survive day to day and uh, to be able to thrive here on the earth now the next article is uh, called crystals and geodes as nature's art and what's happening here this article was written on the 27th and it can be found at www.artnews.com and um, there's a beautiful picture of all these different geodes but uh, they've been kind of dressed up and fancied up some of them look like pieces of cake um, some of them are purple and uh, some oranges and and different colors but uh, not really my taste but I thought it was interesting that somebody is using their creativity to do something with uh, rocks and minerals and so she dresses them up and uh, she sometimes uh, uses stones and like uh, clay and bronze but she's been fascinated with the with these geos and she decorates them and uses them and incorporates them in her art so uh, you know that's kind of a, a neat thing so uh, she looks at geodes as being nature's art and um, she goes on to say that uh, She's incorporated some of them into like furniture and things like that, almost like a furniture type art, and um, some of them into uh, just decorative things to put on your stands and things like that. And she says, uh, you know, these things are just so beautiful. And uh, why why did they become that way? Why were they just uh, in the earth? You know, a peacock. You know, a peacock is beautiful because he needs to attract a mate. But why are these rocks so beautiful? certainly something to think about and certainly something that's not necessary a gift from um, God mother nature um, well I don't believe in mother nature but whatever you believe in it's certainly a gift uh, to the eye to enjoy these things It's very earthy um, I think everybody from um, new age to uh, you know very conservative people uh, around the world enjoy beautiful geodes rocks and minerals alike and the good feelings that we get when we look at them and then even more so um, when you can wear them and you can actually work on them and make something very enjoyable so let's take a look at the vug um, the vug you go to the hyphen vug.com um, they have a new section there take a look at that they're saying that uh, the first ever geological map of the moon has been produced so yeah there's maps of the moon but this time 
a geological map is actually showing the different formations and the different types of minerals and sediments and um, things of this sort that have formed on the moon. And uh, definitely these things are going to be used by the miners and prospectors and uh, of the future. Uh, another interesting article here. Um, I thought I saw one. Oh, the most dangerous place in the history of planet Earth. And I thought this was pretty cool. Um, it They're quoting Science Tech Daily. And um, that was uh, April 26th. And they're saying 100 million years ago, there was these ferocious predators concentrated in one part of the Earth. And um, they have a neat picture here on the website. If you follow the link to the website of these crocodile uh, dinosaurs and these, you know, very ferocious meat-eating dinosaurs that were in the Sahara, which they said they've just found so many of these um, crazy meat-eating dinosaurs, excuse me, <coughs> that they consider this historically to have been the most dangerous place on Earth. All right, had a little swig of coffee there, pardon me. All right, next, Rock and Jim. Um, Rock and Jim magazine, again, uh, they do not sponsor us or anything, but uh, it's just a darn good magazine. If you're a rock hound, I would say this would be your first go-to magazine to have. Um, and the yearly subscriptions are, are very reasonable. What they have on the list is uh, a You Might Be a Rock Hound If, and it says, uh, When the conversation turns to reminiscing about childhood and playing in the dirt, you're quick to remind people to relive the practice of playing in the dirt because it's even better than they remembered. So, okay, that's a long, um, you might be a rock hound if, but it rings true. All right, next, um, there's article on uh, seeing cabs in a new way, a uh, story by Bob Rush. Um, he's looking for new ideas for, for cabochons, so that should be a pretty interesting article. Also, there's an article on meteorites, um, moldavite, and diamonds. And then um, uh, there's a tale of talc. There's also an article on burrite. Um, um, there's an article on the tour of Italy's fiery trio, which is obviously on the volcanoes. And then I did read an article on bench tip, uh, bench tip making homemade wax. And that was pretty cool. Um, the guy who wrote the article here... I'll just uh, open it up, but he goes on to talk about how he had a particular wax that he was using for um, making wax molds, right, for casting uh, for casting purposes, and they quit making it the type that he wanted. So what he does now, um, and the article is, um, it says by administration, April 24th, uh, 2020, bench tips, um, making homemade wax, and again, that's Rock and Jim. And just go there, um, Rock, and then the letter N, and then Jim dot com, and you can look that up. But um, he said that what he does is he takes the red injection wax, um, and then he mixes it with glue sticks, and he uses a particular glue stick that you can just buy at a craft store or whatever. 
and he mixes it up and he shows you the whole uh, mix how much to use of what and what and then this is really a great mix for what he wants and he pours them into um, kind of a cupcake type holder and then he has that uh, base that he needs so that he can carve and, and do his crafting so that he can do his uh, you know the, the wax uh, casting lost wax casting so if you're not familiar with that um, wax casting that is uh, just a way of making um, jewelry, finding typically rings and things like this, findings um, solid and heavy in a particular shape or mold and uh, firing them up in the kiln. And it starts with the wax model. The wax model is actually going to look like the silver ring or silver finding that you have in the end. Um, so it gets put in uh, like something like uh, Plaster Paris and uh, it has a tab on it that goes all the way out and then the the plaster paris material um, it it uh, it dries and it hardens and then you burn out the wax you're left with the cavity that uh, should be the model of the jewelry that you want and um, all you have to do then is uh, clean that out and, and prepare it appropriately and then pour in your you know silver or gold or whatever you're going to use pour it in hot let it dry and then um, when you crack that open you should have a decent looking um, mold of what your wax mold was so pretty cool all right um, let's see if they had anything else here really quickly um, they talk about earthquakes they have an article on earthquakes and um, another article on minimite so check those things out that's your radical rocks uh, all things rocks gems mineral and news uh, podcast so hopefully you enjoyed that i would appreciate your feedback guys come on down to our facebook group it's free it's really good a um, lot of a lot of good information there a lot of sharing um, some cool pictures pop up now and again and we're growing quite rapidly and also support our um, blog at radicalrocksusa.blogspot.com and all of our links that can be found on the blog there thank you remember rock hounds don't die they petrify.